This is episode number one of Study Acupuncture with me. Today, we talk about the lung shoe points. We talk about lung 11, 10, 9, 8, and 5. Before we get into it, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. This is episode one of Study Acupuncture with me. Salutations and greetings. Welcome to Study Acupuncture with me, Richard Lai, doctor of physical therapy and acupuncturist. Each week, I bring you acupuncture broken down to help you unlock the keys to passing the board exam and becoming the best acupuncturist ever. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right into it. Robert Collier said, success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. My name is Richard Lai. Thanks for listening to Study Acupuncture with me. I start with that quote because I love that quote. It stuck with me throughout the years in both my personal and my professional life. You know, we all think that life and love is made up of like grand gestures, you know, just like in the movies. But when you really think about it, when you think, for example, when you fell in love with your significant other, I mean, do you remember when? Like, it's not like you fell in love with them because they did one grand gesture, right? And like, that's what did it. You know, that's what made you decide, wow, I love him or I love her. Like, no, it's when you really think about it, it's because they did something for you over and over again. Maybe they opened the door for you over and over again. Maybe they always made you smile and they were there for you over and over again. You know, they held your hand in the rain. Maybe they brought you an extra sweater because they knew that you would be cold during the movie. Maybe they saved that, you know, corner brownie piece because, you know, they know that you like you like that one. You know, it's these small little moments and these small little gestures that amalgamate into like that oh my god moment, you know, that oh my god, I think I love her. You know, it's the same with success in studying, right? Last minute grand gestures and all-nighters and cramming, it's not going to get you anywhere. I mean, it's going to help you pass the exam, but it's not going to help you learn for the long run. So studying little by little is actually going to get you a lot further in life. Little by little, day by day, that's going to get you to where you want to go. So today, it's our first time getting to know each other. Again, my name is Richard Lai. I'm a physical therapist. I'm an acupuncturist. I'm based in New Jersey. I teach at a local Eastern school for acupuncture and traditional medicine. I work in physical therapy as my long-term career. My passion is teaching and helping others. So today, let's just talk about the five shoe points of the lung. You know, we'll talk about the name of the point, the point category, its location, its needling direction, all that stuff and its action. So dive right in. Whether you are on the treadmill right now or you're driving right now, you're walking or you're just listening, uh, sitting at your desk and you can take notes, that's great. So lung. Lung starts with lung 11. Lung 11 is the Jing Well point. It's a yin channel. So therefore, yin channel always starts with the element of wood. So all yin channels start with a wood element. Where is it? So all of my references is going to be from Deadman because that's one of the bibliographies for the NCCAOM. So the location, according to Deadman, it's on the dorsal aspect of the thumb, right? So the dorsal aspect of the thumb is the top of the thumb where the nail is. It's on the junction of the lines 
drawn between the radial border of the nail and the base of the nail. So what does that mean? So your nail has four sides, the bottom side, and if you're looking at your right hand, it's the left side. That's the radial side of your hand because you have two bones in your forearm. You have the radius and you have the ulna. The radius is your thumb side, the ulna is your pinky side. So on the thumb side of your thumbnail, at the base of the nail, this point is actually 0.1 soon from the corner of the nail. So you have to envision a line going from the bottom of your nail and also the radial side of your nail. And where that point meets, 0.1 soon from the corner of the nail, that's where the point is. How do you needle this one? This is lung 11. It's the most distal point of the lung channel. So this is a Jingwell point and you can actually prick to bleed this one or you can needle this one perpendicular. Just very shallow, 0.1 to 0.2 soon. So it is a Jingwell point. So a Jingwell point, its main action categorically and classically is that it restores consciousness. It restores consciousness. Another word, it revives collapse. Another term, it promotes resuscitation. You can see all those different verbiages on the exam. Depends what text you're reading it from. So Jing Wells, classically, they treat what's known as fullness below the heart. So Jing Wells treat fullness below the heart. So what does that mean? You know, what causes fullness below the heart? Or in other words, what causes buildup in the chest cavity, right? If we want to speak in English terms, essentially. So what can build up in the chest cavity? I mean, it is in a, a cavity, right? So you can have heat buildup there, right? You can also have stagnation, stagnation in the chest. So let's think about what are the symptoms of stagnation and what are the symptoms of heat in the area of the chest? What's in the chest? You have the heart. So one of the symptoms that you can have is actually agitation or mania. So Jingwell points can treat fullness below the heart. It can treat mania or manic symptoms or agitation. This point, lung 11, is the terminal point, right? So it means that it is the most distal point. All distal points have a really strong effect on the opposite end of the channel. Right, So that's why a lot of patients, they'll say, my head hurts, but why are you needling my hand or my feet? They don't know, and we can educate them, that all distal points, all terminal points, have a really strong benefit on the opposite end of the channel. Right, So with Jing well points, you can actually needle it or you can bleed it, and it'll benefit the other end of the spectrum. So with lung, for example, where does lung go? Lung goes all the way up. It can go to the throat, it can go to the gums, it can go to your nose. So if you have bleeding gums, if you have a burning throat, if you have pain in the gums, or a stuffy nose, or a runny nose, uh, Jingwell Lung 11 can help out. Fun fact, actually. So if you watch The Office, right, like I did many, 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 many times, there's a character on there named Oscar. Oscar is an accountant. And he actually mentions the use of this point. Um, if you remember the episode where he helps Aaron play Scrabble against Gabe, 
And before he was about to play the winning word, but he let Aaron play it. And he gave her a hint and said, I will have apoplexy if you lose. So you know what she does? She plays ape. So anyway, he's saying that I am going to have a stroke if you lose. Or if you look up the definition, it's I am going to become unconscious due to a stroke, literally. So that's what apoplexy means. So the actions and indications of lung 11 is that it restores consciousness, yes. Lung 11 clears heat and it benefits the throat, right? And if you take the source from Machiocha, it says it benefits the throat, expels the exterior wind, and it extinguishes interior wind. So interior wind, what's that? It has to do with wind stroke, right? And loss of consciousness. So if you combine the Jingwell points, right? It would actually open the orifices and revive someone suffering from apoplexy, AKA unconsciousness due to stroke. You can also use this point for exterior wind, right? So if your patient comes in and says, um, hi, I have a sore throat. Uh, my throat and my glands are all swollen and it just started. I feel like it's going to get worse, right? So this means that it's acute. Therefore, it's exterior wind, right? Just happening. So you can actually bleed lung 11, needle lung 11, and it'll actually help them with their swollen throat and their sore throat because it's still in the exterior and you would expel it from the exterior. So that's lung 11. The next shoe point is called lung 10. Lung 10, Chinese word is yu ji. So it means fish border. So this is a second point on a yin channel, right? So the second point on a yin channel is always going to be the fire point because after wood comes fire, right? The This point is also the yin spring point. So it's a yin spring point and it's a fire. So spoiler alert, yin spring points have a lot to do with clearing heat. But first, let's talk about where it is. So according to Deadman, it says it's on the thenar eminence of the hand, right? So we have a hypothenar eminence and we have a thenar eminence. So the thenar eminence is that group of muscles that move your thumb, right? And the muscles that are on the thenar eminence have the word pollicis or pollicis in it. Pollicis means thumb, right? It comes from like Latin for thumb, right? It's actually conjugated polier. Thanks, high school Latin. Um, but it means like to be strong or like exert power. I remember that very specifically. And it's interesting because the thumb is actually the strongest finger in the hand, right? Anyway, so it's located halfway along the shaft of the first metacarpal bone. So the first metacarpal bone, that's your thumb bone. Um, another, it's another word for your thumb is, is the first metacarpal bone or the first digit or the first metacarpal. Anyway, so the needling, how you needle it is you would needle close to the border, right? And that's why it's called fish border, right? You would needle close to the border of the bone. And you needle this one literally just perpendicularly. And you can actually go um, relatively normal with this one. You can go 0.5 soon to 1 soon with this one. All right, so now let's talk about its actions. The number one thing that you should know that since this is a ying spring point, all ying spring points are used for heat in the body. So where you can come in as a clinician and 
really have some specificity in your treatment is choosing the right ying spring point to clear a specific kind of heat, right? So in the lungs case, lung 10 would be great to clear lung heat, right? And this is actually still a pretty distal point. It's a second point on the channel. And we spoke before that distal points treat issues on the other end of the channel. So this would be great for clearing heat in the throat, right? In the nose. So what are those kind of symptoms? Uh, what would your patient be presenting with? They would be presenting with congestion, dryness, hoarseness, right? Pain, swelling. They might come into you coughing, right? The thing is, those alone don't really indicate whether it's heat or not. Heat signs, what else are heat signs? We have to look for tongue and pulse, right? So the pulse, what's a heat pulse? A typical heat pulse is rapid pulse, for example. If you have heat in your body, your pulse will go up. Another thing is the tongue. The tongue would be redder than pale red, and the tongue coat would have a yellow coat instead of a white coat, right? Because yellow means heat. A side note, um, sometimes your patients may complain of like they're coughing up blood, like there's some blood in their, you know, in their spit when they cough up stuff. Interesting enough, right? Why do they have blood? Right, blood in you know in in if it's spilling out in the body, blood is because of heat, according to Chinese medicine. So if there's enough heat in the lungs, it can actually cause a coughing up of blood. If we want to go even into like off on another tangent, we can think about like the lungs relationship with the heart, and also the lungs relationship with the stomach. Right, where is the heart and the lungs? The heart and the lungs are in the upper jaw, right? So the upper jaw is called the upper burner, right? You have three burners. You have an upper burner, a middle burner, and a lower burner. So like the things in the upper burner or upper jaw is like your heart, pericardium, um, your lungs, your head, your throat, right? These together, these like mist, they, uh, it said, these mist, they disperse fluids. The middle jaw, you have your stomach, you have your spleen, you have your liver, you have your gallbladder. These macerate or macerate, right? Like a boiling pot, meaning they ripen and they rot food, right? Isn't that what happens in that middle burner, your stomach, your spleen, right? And then you have your lower burner, you have your lower jowl. This is like the kidneys, the urinary bladder, um, the large intestine, small intestine, your genitals, right? Your uterus, your testes. Um, these are the, together, they're known as like the draining ditch. They separate, um, they excrete, you know, fluids. Anyway, so lung heat can agitate the upper burner or the upper jaw. So the heart can be affected. If the heart's affected, then your patient can have agitation. Even their cognition can be affected and they might be angry or may, they might have manic episodes. Right, so um, another thing, lung heat can actually transfer to the stomach also, right? So your patient may be complaining of like blood coming up, you know, vomiting blood, or they may have a toothache, right, with their cold or with their cough. I mean, it sounds confusing, right? But it's just the, because of the way that the anatomy or like the pathway of the channels work. So you can use lung 10 
you can use Long Ten to harmonize the stomach and the heart. And uh, also, guess what else Lung Ten treats? Lung Ten, it's on the Thenar Eminence, it treats thumb pain. That's science right there, right? Alright, so the next point is Lung Nine. Lung Nine is like my favorite point. It's called Tyren. It's the supreme abyss. I, I love that word, supreme. So this is the third point. It's the Shu stream point. And it's the Yuan source point on top of that, right? So the third point on a yin channel is going to be the Shu stream point. The third point of every single yin channel is also going to be the Yuan source point. So now you know, every yin channel, third point, Shu stream, third point, Yuan source. Now you just learned a big mind blower. Um, lung nine, another thing about lung nine is actually is that it's the influential point but we'll talk about that in a second oh it's also actually the earth point right so the it's the earth point okay picture this with me now it's the earth point of the lung channel so what's the lung channel the lung channel is the metal channel and this is the earth point on a metal channel just keep that in mind so, all right, where is it located? It's located at your wrist. It's between your radial artery, and it's between your radial artery and this tendon known as the abductor pollicis longus. So, do you know what your anatomical snuff box is? Or your anatomical snuff box, if you like spread your fingers apart, you'll notice like this um, little box, this concavity, right? It's for it's at the base of your thumb, right? It's a nice little pocket, and it's a nice little pocket for snuff, whatever that is. Um, and the tendon closest to your palm, when you're looking at that snuff box, that's your abductor pollicis longus. So if you follow like the wrist crease from there towards your thumb, you'll find the radial artery where if you put your finger there, you'll feel bum 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 bum. And the space between the radial artery and that tendon. There's lung nine. So how do you needle it? Very shallow, 0.3 to 0.5 soon. Not very deep, but it's important to just avoid the radial artery. So always palpate the radial artery as you needle. Because if you can palpate and feel the radial artery with your finger, then you're not gonna needle it because you'll literally be blocking it. Anyway, so this is a very special point. It is the shoestream point and shoe stream points are recommended for um, to treat the disorders of the zong organs, right? This is it's this point is also the yuan source point. The yuan source points are where um, your body's source chi or original chi, you know, passes through and and accumulates. So if there's like an internal organ or a zong issue then you can use the yuan source point because the source chi, which literally comes from the kidneys and basically powers everything and powers your organs, powers your channels, powers everything, uh, the source points are great to treat illnesses of the internal organs. Lastly, this is an influential point. There's um, eight influential points of the body. Another word for influential point is hui, meeting points. Uh, we say hui, but in Chinese, it's actually pronounced hui. So if you wanted to pronounce it super correct, it's hui. 
Hui meeting points. Hui means meeting, right? Like my mom always says, 我们要去聚会, right? So it means we're going to go and go to church, the meeting. Um, so anyway, there's there's meeting point or influential point or hui meeting point of the zang, of the fu, of qi, blood, tendons, vessels, bones, and marrow. So this, lung nine, is the influential point of the vessels. So it's super beneficial for all the vessels in the body. So if you have someone with a heart condition, someone who's going to go through uh, cardiac surgery, lung nine is great for it. It's a source point. It's a shoestring point. Very strong point. So many categories in one. Um, so anyway, lastly, I before, I mean, I mentioned that this point is the earth point, right? So the earth point on a metal channel, we know there's metal, water, wood, fire, earth, right? Then after earth is metal. So in this case, I just named the generating cycle or the growing cycle. So what I like to say to make it easier to picture is that each grows the next one, right? So metal grows uh, water, water grows wood, wood grows fire, fire grows earth, earth grows metal, right? So another word is that it's earth is the mother of metal. Right, so earth comes before metal, so it's the mother of metal. Metal, therefore, is the son of earth. So there's a phrase from the classics, the classic of difficulties, that says, in cases of deficiency, reinforce the mother. So the lung gets deficient, right? And we all know people who are lung chi deficient, people who have a very soft voice and they lose their breath very easily when they talk you know and they're always getting sick it's because their lung chi super deficient so lung nine is super helpful in tonifying or strengthening the lung chi um, in cases of lung deficiency right so you know you'll know like i said before you'll know your patient has lung deficiency if they're having shortness of breath they have this like low weak voice they're coughing but it's weak they have like a weak wheezing and they are they're always sick they always get colds right um so i love mentioning the classifications because the classifications tell you what the point actions are oh another super factoid about um this point um is that the vessels gather at lung nine, right? So that's, it's, that's a quote from the classics again. And I mean, if you think about lung nine, I mean, where do you take your pulse taking during tongue and pulse? You literally take it at lung nine, right? That's, it's, it's right there, right? So the chi flows through there, right? And you may have heard your teacher say, the chi is dominated by the lungs, right? And maybe you've heard also of the meeting of the hundred vessels. So lung nine actually regulates the hundred vessels. So meaning all the channels, all the chi, it's all dominated by the lung. So it's the meeting of the hundred vessels. So lung nine is super important in regulating the channels, vessels. What's in the channels and vessels? Qi and blood. Another big quote that you might have heard of is Qi is the commander of blood. Blood moves through what? The vessels, right? But it doesn't move without the Qi, right? So it's Qi commands the blood to move. 
blood moves through the vessels. Your vessels, right? Your all your blood vessels. It's like a roadway. It's a roadway for the blood, and therefore, it's a roadway for the chi. So your circulation of blood through your entire body is dependent on the chi. It drives it, right? So that solidifies the relationship between the heart and the lungs in your um, chest. I mean, even your breathing, right? Your inspiration, your expiration, it comes from the lungs. And the circulation of blood, you know, through the heart, right? It, where does it start, right? You, your blood goes from the right atrium, right? Anatomy and physiology times, uh, it goes from the right atrium to the right ventricle. Right ventricle pumps it, right? And it goes through where? The pulmonary artery. And where does it go? It goes into the lungs. And in the lungs, you breathe and it turns that oxygen deficient blood into oxygen rich blood then it comes back to the heart right back to the heart into the left atrium then into the left ventricle and your left strong ventricle pumps all the blood out to your entire body so lung nine being the influential point of the vessels right and having a super important indication in in being influential and harmonizing the qi in the blood, right? And you know, at, you've heard of zong qi, right? Zong qi is this combination of fu qi or gu qi and air qi, right? Which promotes circulation and promotes production of blood. So anyway, overall, super important point, right? If your patient has lung qi or lung yin deficiency symptoms, right? It's chronic conditions essentially right and they would present themselves with they would present with like a weak cough or wheezing like i said before um, shortness of breath asthma so anyway to recap you know this is the shoe stream point it's a urine source point shoe stream point is recommended for the treatment of disorders of the zong organs it's also the urine source point so because it's a shoe stream point it is useful in chronic conditions it's the urine source point which is another indication that it's great for chronic conditions as well so you know to recap if your patient has shortness of breath low weak voice you know they're coughing it's a weak cough um, they're wheezing and they're always cold and they're always sick and whatnot you know it's like a chronic condition lung nine is super helpful in tonifying their lung chi um, and you know just getting them a little bit stronger so they're not always sick all the time all right so next we have lung eight so this is the fourth point right lung eight this is the jing river point and it's also the the element of lung eight right it's after earth so it's metal right the element is metal so how do you find it it is literally one soon proximal from lung nine right so you take the width of your patient's thumb and you're still on the radial side of the radial artery and it's literally on the line from lung nine to lung five or your elbow crease so one easy way to find it is once you find lung nine, you take your finger and you slide proximal along their forearm. Really feel the bone, right? What do you feel? You feel like a bump and then a depression, right? It kind of goes like a little speed bump. So what's that speed bump? What's that little bump right there? You're on your radius, your radius bone, 
And that is called the styloid, that bump is called the styloid process of the radius. So how do you needle this, this point? It's one soon proximal to lung nine. And we're, you know, again, we're close to the radial artery. So we want to be careful and avoid needling the radial artery. So you put your finger on it, you feel the pulse, you feel the beat, bum, 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 and you needle next to it, 0.3 to 0.5 soon. And you can also actually needle this one obliquely proximal, meaning you angle with the tip to pointing towards proximal, which is towards up towards your elbow, about like a 45 degree angle. So what does this point do? This is, remember, it's the Jing Well point. So Jing River points are known to be good for cough, dyspnea, chills, fever, asthma. This is just speaking generally, right? General point function indication for Jing River points are cough, asthma, those kinds of things, like lung-related issues, right? Or, or, or asthma-related, cough, dyspnea, wheezing, just something like lung-related. Um, if patient has breathlessness or like some throat issues. So the actions of this point, according to Deadman, right, it descends lung chi, it alleviates coughing and wheezing. So just remember Jing River points, something to do with asthma, lung, you know, some sort of like voice type thing. So just to summarize, the actions of the point from Deadman is that it descends lung chi and it alleviates coughing and wheezing. All right, now let's go to the last point that we're going to talk about today, which is lung five. So lung five is known as Chiza. It is the cubit marsh. It's the last of the shoe points on the lung channel, and it's located at your elbow right? It's right on that elbow crease or what's known as your cubital crease. Um, it's if you make a bicep muscle, right? You make a bicep muscle, you'll feel this tendon pop up. That's your bicep tendon, right? So this point is actually located in the depression right on the lateral side of the bicep tendon. Okay. Lateral side, meaning outer side facing out right? Medial means more towards the center, lateral means on the outside. So with this point, what we want to be careful of is actually the cubital vein, right? If you look at your elbow, you may see this. Some, some people are more veiny than others. You know, if you pump your fist a little bit, you may feel some veins pop up. Um, this, we want to be careful of needling the cubital vein here. So you needle this point perpendicularly 0.5 to 1 soon. So this point is the he C point, right? And according to the element, it's actually the water element. All right, so let's talk about actions. Let's talk about indications. What do we know about this point? It is the he C point. It is the water point. So what are he C points good for? He C points are known for their ability to counterflow chi and diarrhea. Now, this is from the classics, right? So, hussy points are good for treatment, good to treat disorders of the stomach, right? So, you know, irregular eating, irregular drinking, and you're having like an upset stomach. Basically, as a blanket statement, this is good for intestinal issues. Straight from Deadman, it says that this point clears heat from the lung channel 
and it descends rebellious chi. Right, so what does this mean? It descends, it clears heat from the lung channel, and it descends rebellious chi. So when we have heat in the lungs, right, we have heat in the lungs, this will actually damage the lungs' ability to descend chi. So we have to go back a little bit, right? What does lung what is lung known for? Lung is known for descending and dispersing. So if the lung is not descending and dispersing, what do you get? That's called rebellious chi. It goes up. It ascends instead of descends. So what are these symptoms of rebellious chi? It's basically anything up, right? And not going down. So, you know, in reference related to your throat. So coughing, right? Wheezing, where air is not, you know, going down and inspiring your lungs like it's supposed to, or asthma, right? And the other point is, the point indication is for rebellious stomach chi. Stomach chi also has a descending function. So if there's rebellious chi, what do you have, right? You'll have vomiting or distension of the stomach or GERD, like acid reflux, right? So with this, with these types of symptoms, you can use lung five. Lung five has the action of clearing heat from the lungs and descending rebellious chi. So lung has the action of descending and dispersing. Um, I kind of want to go off on a tangent about that one because, you know, it. what does that mean? It descends and it disperses. We know that the lung has the um, energy goes down, it descends, right? But disperse, what does it disperse, right? What does that mean? Let's talk about that for a second. It disperses Wei Qi. What's Wei Qi? Wei Qi is the defensive Qi of the body. What else does it disperse? It disperses body fluids. It disperses body fluids all over the body to a place known as the Li. What's the Li? The Li is this area between your skin and your muscles. Okay, so it disperses body fluids there and it disperses Wei Qi there. So the Wei Qi, your defensive Qi, it actually circulates your body between the skin and the muscles. So it has an action of protecting you, number one, protecting you from what's known as exogenous pathogenic factors, EPFs, like heat, wind, cold, damp, those kinds of things. The Wei Qi protects you from that. And the Wei Qi warms your body, right? It makes your skin, your body, the external surface of your body warm. The lung also has an action of spreading body fluids, right? So it actually moistens the skin, right? It moistens the skin and it has control over your pores, right? Of the opening of the pores and the closing of the pores. So if there's pathology in the lung, it can actually cause your patient to have edema, edema in their limbs, right? So this is because there's like an insufficiency in their cardiopulmonary system, which another word for is congestive heart failure, which has a very high incidence rate in our society today. So anyway, why do I say all this? The lungs have a function of regulating and moving the water passages. So if your patient has edema in their limbs, right, in their arms, in their legs, it's a result of the lung slacking and not doing its job of regulating the water passages and descending and dispersing the body fluid. So then you can use lung five. In these kinds of patients, you may even see 
your patient may present with urinary retention, right? Because of the lack of descending, right? The lungs are supposed to direct the body fluids down to the kidneys, right? And your bladder, right? So if there's pathology in this physiology, then there will be what's known as urinary retention. And there might even be an accumulation of fluids, aka edema. Whew. All right, so this brings us to the end of episode one. Now, if you really, if you feel like you got something out of today's episode and you just feel, you know, you feel more confident with the material, it would mean the world to me if you just shared that feeling, that gift with a friend. Like, copy the link, share this link on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, just share it on your social media so that others can benefit from it as well. You know, after all, we are all in this together. So be sure to find me on Facebook. My name is Richard Lai. My handle for all of this is study acupuncture with me. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Find me there for more content and just like a deeper look into my life as a physical therapist and an acupuncturist. So until next time, God bless and happy studying.